Welcome to this exciting sermon from World Impact Community Church. We hope you enjoy this message. For more sermons and resources, please do visit us at wscc.in. Today I believe that I believe that a lot of things as it is the Lord does we cannot comprehend. We only know that this a man cannot do this, only God does. That is why we are not able to explain how he did that. I believe that Uh, your questions about how the holy spirit comforts will come to an end today because you know this this thing a man cannot do it this deep work a man cannot do it but only the holy spirit amen so we are going to uh look into uh the topic of fellowship we have been dealing with the early uh the devotions of the early church we covered prayer we had an amazing session from pastor hana on breaking of bread really bless me thank you pastor hana for that and today we are looking into uh fellowship and we'll uh go to the main verse acts chapter 2 verse 42 that is speaking about uh the devotions of these uh early church and they continued steadfastly devoting themselves to the apostles teaching and to fellowship to the breaking of bread and to prayer yeah so uh, when i looked in this verse uh, one thing that is common in all these four things is fellowship yeah uh, for to to receive the apostles teaching they fellowshiped and they received the apostles teaching yeah to break the bread it was not like okay i will buy one bread i will buy one juice or wine and then in my personal quiet time i'll break bread no no that's not how it happened they came together they fellowshiped and they broke bread and they continued to come together and fellowship and they prayed amen so they came together one of the things that really uh, that really uh, touched me was uh, you know the context of this portion peter spoke about jesus and people were convicted and they were asking uh, what should we do now then what should we do now and peter said uh, uh, peter said come to jesus be baptized accept jesus into your life and they were added to the church 3000 people were added to church and then this work uh, this verse comes then they devoted themselves i really like the fact that even when the church grew even when they were saved even when they saw uh, the move of god they did not stop to be themselves they did not confine themselves to me or i or he or she but they made it a point that they shall be themselves they wanted to be that group that spoke about or that experienced the power of god amen speak to your neighbor we are one family Amen so the moment they saw the move of god the moment the lord convicted them they decided them hey god they they just understood the lord has brought us together not just to attend a service some people uh, sometimes uh, call and ask uh, in our official phone pastor is the lord supper or uh, is the lord table pastor um uh yes uh, pastor how is it like um, uh, people wearing ornaments can they take lord supper uh, we say actually when you uh, if you know the lord if you have obey the lord if you have a, a life of as a as a disciple the lord's table is for you we don't have a, a time to now teach them about different things yeah so if there is lord supper they will come they will attend they'll break the bread they'll drink the wine and then they'll go yeah for this early church this was not an event it was all about living together amen they came together they understood the lord has brought them together as one family so that they will come together and listen from the apostles and they'll get trained in this new way of life they knew that previously they was they were living in a different lifestyle the lifestyle of the enemy and now we have been saved now we need practice we need training so that we will live a life that is worthy of the gospel so they came together so they decided we're going to devote ourselves to the apostles teaching so that we shall be trained for the things of god the second thing they came together and did is that they broke bread whenever they gathered they came together they 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 prayed and then they broke bread they are together as a family remembering hey we are a family because the lord died for us we are able to come together as a church because the lord died for us 
He suffered for us. That is the reason why we are alive today. We have an opportunity to live as the children of God. It matters so much what you do when you come together. If I'm coming together with Manoj and, 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 and we are fellowshipping and all that we talk is all about the, uh, the match that India won or lost. Recently we lost. Yeah. And uh, uh, yeah, or uh, about the new brands of dress. It's not a sin. Absolutely. It's not a sin. Cricket is not a sin. Some people think so. Yeah. yeah? Um, it just takes away a lot of time. In that way, it's not great. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so, so, almost, so whenever we come together and we only talk about the things that is seen or the things that, is, uh, that doesn't add so much of value into our spiritual life, it doesn't help us much. But this early church, whenever they gathered together, they prayed. They prayed. I'm not. I'm going to, uh, going to say that actually. Hey, the the meeting, the gathering was all spiritual. No, 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 no. As we go forward, we say that actually they were so glad they ate together, and all the men said, "Amen." We love those fellowships. Yeah, they were so glad, and they ate together, and they were so sincere in their heart. Yeah. They didn't, they, they didn't want to act or they didn't want to perform. They were not just trying to cover up and show that actually I'm better than you. No, 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 no. They were so glad that we are one family. In, in a family, everybody is accepted. Yeah? Nobody needs to show that actually I'm perfect, but everybody is accepted. So they came together, they broke bread, and as Pastor uh, Hannah taught us last week, they are remembering that actually the Lord died for us. The Lord has been resurrected. Not only that, a lot of people like to, um, to remember these two things. The Lord Jesus Christ died for me. He, he has been, uh, he is alive today. Oh, so, so I'll have all the blessings. Yes, it is part of it. But they were remembering one more thing. We are one family. We are breaking bread together. We are drinking of this cup together. And we are recognizing, we are just speaking aloud this truth that we are one family. By which we are just uh, coming to terms that actually we have to live together. We are on a journey together. Yeah, Speak to your neighbor, we are on a journey together. Hallelujah. Sometimes when, in, when we come to a fellowship, when we come to a fellowship, we wonder, this fellow in this, is, is in the ship? And let me better go to the other ship. There are so many fellows in this ship. That's why it's a fellowship. Yeah? This is a fellowship. Yeah? There are a lot of, everybody is in a journey. Your pastors are in a journey. Your leaders are in a journey. Each one of us are in a journey. Yeah? And we pr probably would have progressed in some aspects while some others haven't. Yeah? And one of the greatest things I like about Jesus is that Jesus never mocks somebody who is struggling. Amen? A lot of times when we see people having issues, oh, he's a very angry man. What kind of a person he is? He's so angry. He's so angry. We, as a family, we have tried to change um, change that term. We used to previously say, this guy has a problem, problem, problem. And we found out that actually every people, including us, has problems. So rather than talking about problem, we started saying that actually, oh, he needs help. Because that is how Jesus views people. That is how Jesus want to approach people. Hey, this guy needs help. This sinner needs help. This leader needs help. This leader needs encouragement. Hey, I think actually he is angry. No, no we, we won't say that actually he has a problem. Yeah, that's true. But we want to say that in a, in a Christ-like way. He needs help. And all of us need help. And everybody said, Amen. If everybody needs help, all such fellows are in a ship. Amen. And the Lord, for some reason, has brought us together in that ship. And the Lord is asking us, let's live together. 
Yeah? Some people need help in breaking out of some sin. Some people need help to come out of anger. Some people need help in leading something. Some people need help in their personal holiness. A lot of people need help in different areas. It's absolutely fine because it is a given. It is understood. It is true that nobody is perfect. And everybody glad, gladly said, Amen. Amen. When we, when we see certain people... They act as if they are perfect. But I believe the scripture that no one is perfect. And I'm so happy about that. Yeah? Because the moment we know that actually we are not perfect, it just liberates you. All of us are in a journey. Amen? And what the Lord is asking us is to grow until or grow to the level of Jesus Christ who is our head. Which means the Lord, has put in, uh, the Lord has put us in that fellowship so that we can encourage each other. How many of you are encouraged when you see a God moment? Yeah? Yeah? The God moment really encourages, edifies us. Likewise, if you go to a, a smaller fellowship, if you go to a castle, you don't have to listen to a video. You can hear directly from that person's mouth. Yeah? This video is only one and a half minutes. We have, we have very much smartly coined in such a way that that God moment will not take the entire service. But if you go to the castle, you can just get a detailed version. If you go to a kutaima or a, or a fellowship or a castle or a prayer hub or a prayer meeting or a, uh, or a team gathering, you can just uh, get the details of this God moment. You can know, hey, how this person battled this challenge. What did this guy do when he was in a place of discouragement? And that will really edify you. Amen. So what you talk during your fellowship is absolutely important. Amen. Speak to your neighbor. We are one family. So they remember that actually we are one family. The Lord has positioned us. Whether you like it or not, that other fellow, the Lord has brought into the ship. Amen. And because the Lord has brought that other person into the ship, we have decided and we know that the Lord will give the grace for me to handle that fellow. Yeah. And God will give that guy the grace to handle me as well. Hallelujah. Amen. So there are, uh, I'm going to share about three things why we need a fellowship. So, so, so this early church, they recognize that actually we are not just individuals who are trying to reach unto God. Yes, there is one part like that, but not only that, we are one family. Amen. As a family, we need to learn together. As a family, we need to stay together. As a family, we need to pray. As a family, we need to remember how we are able to gather as a family. It is by the death of Jesus Christ. It is by the great work that the Lord has done at the cross. Yeah, But there are times where a lot of people isolate themselves. A lot of people, they still have, they, they don't know what church means from the scripture. They know what they have seen. That's why they will come only after the service starts. And just before the service is over, they will leave. When we see their life, sometimes we are forced or I am forced to say, can I give access to you into the live streaming? Because I don't think that you need to, you are intending any connection with people. If it's all about seeing the show, I think this is so good. You can be cozy at home. You can have a cup of tea. Nobody will know that you are drinking coffee while worshipping. Yeah. So if it is all about viewing, if it is all about you just participating with what is happening here, then I think live streaming is the greatest option. But the early church knew that actually it is not about what is happening here or there, but it is about the Lord has brought us together that we will grow unto God as one family. Amen. I have privileges and I have responsibilities in this family. Proverbs chapter 18, 1 says, I'm not intending anybody. This is a verse that speaks to us, everybody. A lot of times when we say specific verses, I'm careful that I won't look at anyone, but I look only on the ground. Yeah. 
Proverbs chapter 18 verse 1 says, He who, I'm closing my eyes and reading this, yeah? He who isolates himself seeks his own desire. He rages against all wise judgment or wisdom. Amen? If you think, if, if by any chance, I have to say this, if by any chance you think actually, hey, I'm not able to be part of any fellowship because they are not good, this person is not good, that fellowship is not that great, I want to tell you, directly or indirectly, he quarrels. The person quarrels against all sound wisdom. First of all, when you isolate yourself, you don't have any opportunity to get wisdom because you have isolated yourself. The Lord has powerfully kept, okay? The Lord has powerfully kept a family to help you. Sometimes I, I really am sorry for any time whenever the family hasn't helped you, the family has caused hurt. That is because actually all, our, all fellows are in one ship. It's, there are different opinions that come uh, from different sides. It's okay. It's okay. I remember the first time when um, Sona was pregnant. I thought with marriage, all opinions ended. Yeah. First time she was pregnant, anything new that happens in our life, we naturally have a habit of asking somebody, how is it? So after a while I decided, I'm not going to take any more opinions. But some people say, hey, you should not eat great. The other, grape. The other person will say, actually, you can eat pineapple. Uh, the other person will say, you should eat even omeka and exercise faith. Yeah? And uh, so a lot of theories will come. And, yeah? uh, and, uh, and one thing I understood is, one thing I understood is that none of them, okay? None of them intended evil. Everybody in the ship was trying to help with what they can and what they know. I praise God for that blessed ship. Amen. But I understood also with the wisdom that all love advices is not sound advices. Amen. Some people have raised one child. Yeah. But when we, I listen to them, I get a feeling they would have raised at least thousand children. Yeah. So then I understand that actually it is my part, on my part that actually I should not assume. So I started actually, hey, what was your experience? Uh, I don't have experience, but I would like you to try that. So I understood, oh wow, thank you so much. Let me think about it. And I understood that actually they love me, but probably I cannot go for an advice on this to them. Yeah, so all these precious fellows are in the ship. Amen. And I really praise God that actually their heart is so good and they were trying to help me with what they know. And I'm telling you that is not a simple thing. Sometimes actually those advices, it is on us to discern what is good for us. For example, if I need to, I need to uh, learn about cricket. I am not going to uh, ask Hudson because he is a footballer. He is a footballer. I remember how I used to, I used to do great commentary on Sachin. I think I have shared, I have shared here multiple times. Yeah, I remember when Sachin gets out at 98, my heart is broken. I don't want to eat. I don't want to sleep. I'm getting nightmares. How can he do this? Because we were all set to celebrate. And as he's walking back, sitting in front of the TV, we are saying, how could you do it? You could have just played like that. Yeah? Why did you opt to run for that, that single run? It was not at all valuable. So I continued this commentary until I represented Kerala. And when I played against Tamil Nadu one day, one guy, bold. And I didn't see. What you see is natural. What you don't see is eternal. <laughs> I thought I'll be immediately shifted to eternity. So for the first time in my life, I started praying, Lord, without 
making me uh, a joker. Lord, somehow take my wicket, Lord. Because if I am there, this ball will kill me. Because I'm not able to, I'm not able to see this. Yeah. So after this, when I uh, when I came back and next match happens, I started praying for every batsman. <laughs> yeah. But then also there was other fellows in the ship. They will say, hmm, Sachin, how can he do that? Then I will look at them. And I'll pray, Lord, Lord, help him to get selected in the state team, Lord. <laughs> yeah? So not every commentary, not every advice we can listen to. Yeah? But it is on our side to discern what is the advice that we need to take. Yeah? So just because somebody loves us, I remember my mom loved me so much. We are three boys. We're three boys. The elder both... Yeah, both of them uh, went to Delhi for studying, uh, for their studies. And uh, I'm the only one now at home. And looks like actually now I'm um, uh, done with my pre-degree. And uh, she's just scared that actually, oh, now there won't be any more uh, children at home. Uh, so now he, she gave, out of love, she gave a wonderful suggestion to me. Ada, you somewhere be here. Whatever inheritance we have, we will give you. There are a lot of plumbing jobs painting jobs, uh, even if you don't do, we will fund. I didn't mock that um, uh, advice because all I could see in that suggestion was love. Yeah, that was so sweet. All I could see in that suggestion is love, but I know God has a greater plan for me. Amen? So a lot of people can have opinions. A lot of fellows in the ships will give great advices with what they know. We love them. But what we do has to be in line with the plan of God. Amen? So these precious church, these amazing church, this, this, they came together. So I want to give a word of caution. He who isolates himself for whatever reason. I'm not talking about our castle. If you don't have a fellowship, and if you are isolating, and I'm coming to the three reasons why we should be part of, in, part of a fellowship. Uh, there are so many reasons, I'm going to give only three reasons. I thought it would be so smart that the remaining seven points I'll give in uh, to the fellowships. So that people who are in fellowship only will get that. Yeah, just kidding. Yeah, so... Uh, so for whatever reason, if you have isolated yourself without a castle or a, without a fellowship, the scripture says that person seeks his own. What is he seeking? Oh, I was not really honored in that castle. Oh, for my birthday, only Black Forest was, was bought. For all other birthdays, actually it was choco pie cake. A man who isolates himself seeks his own. I told the castle leader to take that song, but he didn't take it purposefully. A person who isolates himself seeks his own. It is the opposite of agape. Agape always puts the other person in a better place. Agape always ensures that at my cost, the other person to be honored. Amen. So the scripture says, I didn't look at anyone. Yeah? So scripture says in Proverbs 81, uh, 18, 1, that a man who isolates himself seeks his own desire. He rages against all wise wisdom. Why? Because first of all, he doesn't have an option to receive counsel. The second thing, because he isolates himself, he doesn't have a relationship with anybody. So without relationship, when we say even good things, I saw a person and he's a very good businessman. And he said, Pastor, business is amazing, Pastor. And when I uh, bought something from, um, from his, um, uh, his, I should take that, uh, his establishment. Yeah. If what establishment, say you might understand. Yeah? So from his establishment, he said, Pastor, I don't want that money, Pastor. Just bless. I said, I'll give the money and then I will bless. Yeah? Blessing from me doesn't have any service charge or GST. Yeah? Uh, then after all our transactions, then I said, hey, are you praying? 
Pastor, business is growing. The hand of God is upon us, Pastor. Because of that, I don't have time to pray. I said, actually, if you don't have time to pray, then you really need to check which hand is upon you. When you don't have a relationship because you are isolated, even the wisest counsel, you will rage against that. Amen? People will not have a buy-in in your life because you haven't given the permission. Yeah? I haven't actually got into the three points, but I really don't know why I'm just spending more time in this because I believe that if you are not part of a fellowship here uh, till now, I want to encourage you. It is against wisdom. It is against wisdom. You need to associate yourself in any fellowship. I'm not talking about a fellowship that meets once in five years. I'm talking about a fellowship that meets at least a week. Okay? Be part of a fellowship so that somebody can give, even if not a great advice, but at least somebody can give a love advice to you. Some people can see you. Even if there is, there is some speck on your face or some, some uh, dark marks on your face, somebody can say, ask at least, what happened? Don't isolate yourself. Allow yourself to be loved by people. Amen? So this early church came together to fellowship. And the plan of God for us is to journey together. And what happened when they came together and they prayed and they broke bread, they learned together, they trained themselves according to the apostles' doctrine. We can see in the next few verses, a great fear came upon every soul. The presence of God was there. The work of God was happening in their midst. And a great fear came upon every soul. And then many signs and wonders happen. A lot of times that great fear and awe comes after signs and wonders. But here because they came together, they remembered what the Lord has done for them. They prayed. They grew in faith. They changed the faith atmosphere in that place. And as a result, great and mighty signs and wonders started to happen. Hallelujah. And after that, I want to encourage you every time you go for a fellowship. And it, I don't think actually, hey, only during seek his face. That is the timing of God and Holy Spirit will come only to seek his face. No, 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 no. Holy Spirit will come only when the worship team takes the mic. No, 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 no. Anytime people gather in his name. The Holy Spirit is in their midst. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I want to encourage you anytime you go for a fellowship, anytime you, you uh, believers fellowship together, you can expect there is a potential for a God move. We can see signs and wonders. Even if only two believers gather together, when I pray for this person, the Lord is going to touch him. And I'm going to encourage him by saying a scripture. The Lord is going to edify him. So I want to encourage you to believe that every time we gather as a fellowship, anytime you're going to uh, meet up a person who is sick, fellowship need not be a planned meeting. Yeah? If you catch up with a believer, if you catch up with a child of God, it's a fellowship. It's a fellowship. And you can expect signs and wonders to happen when you fellowship. Hallelujah. Tell your, uh, tell your neighbor, we are one family. But something happened after they fellowshiped. In the next verse it says, Now all who believed, okay? So as they believed, as they gathered together, as they fellowshiped, their behavior started to change. Their actions started to change. They started owning different things. Okay? So in the next verse it says in... Um, in uh, Acts chapter 2 verse 44 and 45 says, Now all who believed, until now it spoke about people who gathered. Okay, 3,000 was added to church and everybody uh, had a fear in their lives and the uh, signs and wonders was done by the apostle hands. And from the next verse onwards there is a shift. And all those who had believed were together. And then they say they sold their own properties and distributed according to each other's needs. I'm not going to touch certain dreadful words like selling, properties, gave. Okay? I leave it to the Holy Spirit. I'm going to touch 
few other words. Yeah? In chapter, in verse 44 it says, And all those who believed, those who believed responded with action. Those who believed took ownership. What did they believe? In the previous verse it says, they came together and they broke bread. While they broke bread, what are they remembering? They are remembering that we are one family. A lot of people can gather. A lot of people can sing that we are one family. Oh Lord, we are so one family, Lord. Give me the grace. Those who really believed it, they responded to that family with action. So in verse 45 it says, and divided them among all as anyone had need. I'm, I don't want to stress on selling. I don't want to stress on dividing. I don't want to stress on the property. I want to stress on believers who believe that they are one family being sensitive to the need of the family. A lot of people gathered together. Some of them would have broke bread or all of them would have broke bread. But those who believed decided that, hey, it is our family. How can we close our eyes towards the need of those in our family? And they decided, I'm going to meet the need of those people with, God, with what God has given me. Hallelujah. I don't want to bring in any unwanted equations into this verse. I'm, all I'm talking about is when we believe that my fellowship is my family, when, when we believe that actually the Lord has for some wisdom brought all of us together, if you look into our lives, I think if we, if we do a 10-year challenge, a lot of us were in different, even different nations. The Lord has brought us together for a time such as now. For a work of God. For a move of God. And when God has brought us together as one family, those who believe that decided that I'm going to meet the needs of people in my fellowship, my family, with the strength that God has given me, be it money, be it possessions, be it prayer, be it a, a gift or a healing or whatever it is. But I have decided I'm going to take ownership of the needs in my family. Hallelujah. You might be thinking, Pastor, I don't have any money. Can you pray? It's not about what you have. It's about the posture of our heart. Yeah, whether are you, are you singing that this is my family? Are you just singing that this is my fellowship? Or do you truly believe that this is my family? And I am responsible for my family. I know that we cannot be responsible for all the needs. Just as I explained in the previous weeks, I have told my family, I am not your all-sufficient man, but he is your all-sufficient God. Yeah? We can meet the needs of people to the level how God enables us. You don't have anything in your hands, you have empty hands, you raise your hands and bless them. You raise your hands and bless them and you speak uh, the, the words of wisdom and encouragement, prayers into, into their lives. Encourage them. Encourage them. If you have a challenge, if, if he has a physical condition or a, or, a, or a challenge and if he's struggling and he's saying, hey, uh, Pastor, uh, can you pray for my uh, headache? Yeah. What is our normal answer? Sure. And that sure just vanished. Yeah. I think a lot of times I've felt actually if we really saw Jesus sometimes doing that, we will feel the pain, how much it costs. Yeah? Lord, please deliver me. Sure. And that's it. Yeah? But, but, but if I know that he's, he's in my family, if I know that actually his need is, is something that is important to him, I can say, hey, hey, why don't you consult a doctor? Oh, wait, no, no, I can pray for you. I can pray for you. Do you have time? Can, we, can I pray for you right now? You don't need to be a pastor to pray. You don't have to go through a school of prayer to pray. By the time you go through school of prayer, his headache or head probably, his headache would have gone. 
yeah so we pray and and and, and we help him we stand with him and we can go an extra mile by calling him tomorrow and hey hey guys uh, how's your how's your condition now are you healed and that is love i want to quickly ask a litmus test if you scroll through your call logs over the last one week you don't have to check now i don't know you can probably check later if you scroll through your call logs over the last one week how many calls have you made to enquire others well being do you know how many how we generally enquire others things hey how are you doing you are doing good ah uh, ade i want to tell one thing yeah how about that thing uh, i wanted to know that information we call for our information the information that we want and then we ask just before build to build that connection we will ask how are you doing uh, how is your health after everything done i, I wanted to ask one more thing that is but primarily i call to check how are you yeah so if you check your call logs how many calls have you made to agape others because we are busy doesn't gives us an option that we can be all about self hallelujah am i too hard on you not really because this is a scripture <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So this fellowship came together so that they can they can they decided we are going to uh, we we are going to meet the needs of of our people. Those who believed nobody said apostles didn't do a, a kalpana or announcement hey we have we have so much and so many people in need uh, can you just uh, put uh, if you if you want receipt uh, please write uh, put an and take an envelope and uh, write in this box and all these proceeds shall go to these no 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 no. those who believed those who believed they themselves took a decision that we are going to meet the needs of people who are in the family amen so uh, um, uh, when i when i went for a conference brother ravi sakrias was saying hey what believers need to do is that you need to meet the needs of people with the strength that god has given you yeah whatever it is some of you are financially well some of you can do acts of service some of you can pray some of you have giftings you have to ensure you the first thing that we need to speak to ourselves is for each one in the family their needs are important they are our family and we need to take care of it it doesn't say that the apostles divided everything and distributed well no 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 it is the church it is the fellowship it is the people that gathered they decided we are going to take ownership for people in our family speak to your neighbor that we are one family i want to quickly go through three reasons why we need a fellowship the first reason is that fellowship is a place where you are going to be equipped proverbs chapter 27 verse 17 when you come to sunday services even though we sing about it's all about him lot of times because it's all about us yeah it's it's, it's like most most of the time we are we are coming to uh, i'm not talking about those who are serving but uh, normally when when we come actually we just come we just worship we hear the word and we go we need to be equipped on a deeper level so when we are in a fellowship proverbs chapter 27 verse 17 says as iron sharpens iron so a man sharpens the countenance of his friend we need to be equipped by people some people hear only direct revelations from god may god bless you yeah the lord clearly has instituted systems wherein the people will pour into your life people will bless you people will also receive from you but there is a there is a system that the lord has kept in the scripture wherein people will bless you people will sharpen you people will there are people who have come to me or rather i have asked and gone to people asking hey how do you hear god hey how do you just understand whether it's my mind or it's the holy spirit at times when i have faced conflicts i have uh, i've just walked into my leaders and asked hey i feel so depressed the people whom i mentor i tell them actually when you go through discouragement don't ask about my visheshams i will talk about everything that is happening in the office and the church and i'll forget the fact that actually you are discouraged 
when you are discouraged or depressed tell me i am discouraged i am depressed encourage me and then i will pray and i'll bless them and i'll encourage them i'll speak into their lives we will do things direct to the point hallelujah yeah so when when uh, when when the lord wants us to be equipped through people if you isolate you are actually raging against all wisdom these two words are actually just go in hand to hand yeah so I want to encourage you, if you haven't been part of a fellowship, if you are not able to come together as a fellowship in any capacity, in whatever denomination you are, if you are in a, in a Bible-based, um, 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 uh, the, the fellowship that preaches crucified Jesus, if you are part of that fellowship, I want to encourage you continue steadfastly. If you haven't been into such a fellowship, I want to encourage you to be part of a fellowship. The second thing is, uh, under this uh, point is, I'm not only be equipped, but the scripture says, bear one another's or each another's burden. How can I bear somebody's burden when I'm isolated? I need somebody to share my burden and I need to be part of uh, to, to, to help somebody to carry that person's burden. I know that actually sharing the burden might be a nightmare for some of you probably because when you shared your burden, it would have been circulated as a prayer request. I'm sorry for such incidents. But I want to tell you that the solution to that sad thing is not isolation. Okay, you have to keep being in fellowship. You have to share your burdens with the right people. You have to share your concerns with the right godly people so that the godly people can speak into your lives. Not only that, if you are thinking that, oh, I, know, I don't need anybody to share my burden, I want to tell you the other person needs you. The other person needs you. He doesn't know how to handle his challenges himself. So please be part of the fellowship. We need to carry each other's burden. That is the system that the Lord has given us. Galatians chapter 6 verse 2 talks about bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. The second point, the second reason why we should be in a fellowship is each one of us has a responsibility. We need to take our position. Romans chapter 12 verse 3 onwards says, each one of us, I think the whole purpose of following Jesus, the whole aspect of walking this faith, I want to tell you, it is counter selfishness. Anytime you think, oh, I don't want that, that's not at all a discussion. The question is whether the other person wants that. I don't want to play in the worship team. Oh, that's not a discussion. The question is, if you are submitted to Jesus, the question is whether the worship team wants me to play. I don't want to serve in ushering team. No, 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 that is not the question. We don't even talk about that if you are a believer. The question is whether there is a need in the house of God. Submit to the Lord and serve. What if Jesus said, oh, I don't want to go to the cross. No, 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 the question was a little different. No, 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 the world needs a savior. You have to go to the cross. So whatever we speak in this faith is counter selfishness. The whole point, what the Lord is trying to do in our lives is taking from a, just as I mentioned in the previous sermon, taking from a place of craving for our needs to, to a place of agape and serving others' needs. Hallelujah. Because when I have the Spirit of God in me, that Christ Abba Father, it literally means I need not worry about myself. My heavenly father will take care of me. If I am faithful to the places where I'm appointed, the scripture says, Romans chapter 12 verse 3 says, I'm, I'm going to read, I'm not going to read uh, those verses. That scripture says, the Lord has measured, or the Lord has given you a measure of faith. It doesn't say, if you believe, the Lord has given you a measure of faith. No, no, it is substantiated. The Bible is very clear about that. You might be thinking, I don't have any faith. The Bible says the Lord has given every child of God a measure of faith. And all of you have different graces. 
based on your grace and gifting serve you need a place to serve you need an outlet for the grace of god in your life need not be preaching always need not be just ushering or worship team or something that everybody sees it is not about you pleasing people i want you to know that i want you to know that some people some people when they come to a ministry or asking uh, pastor i would like to serve in uh, the house of god in that corner beside that chair yeah so i think if they are so specific are you really saying the lord is your lord the moment we surrender we are saying i have no claims i have no preferences if you are asking me what am i good at i can say i'm good at this i really thank god for edwin we had a funeral service a funeral prayer he didn't know malayalam still he read for me it is great to operate in your gifting but when you are asked to serve in a place which is not your gifting you become uncomfortable because generally everybody thinks actually my performance is going to be affected it requires courage to be humiliated and still surrender amen and i want to tell you the lord's eyes are on you anybody who obeys the lord anybody my heart goes for such people because that's my motto whether you know something or don't know something you can still be faithful you may not be gifted you may not be highly talented but you can still be faithful i want to encourage you whatever whether you are serving in the house of god whether you are part of a fellowship i want you to walk up to your leader and ask what can i help you I know there is some grace probably I don't see anything can I just serve tea I am so glad to see the way some castles are operating yeah it is not just the leader the castle is so much bigger than the leader I really like that often I hear that from uh, our senior pastor Dr John that the church is so much more than Dr John that's what I want to see This early church didn't operate just with the apostles signs and wonders signs and wonders signs no 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 they were just loving each other they were just loving each other. I want you to know that actually each one of you has a measure of faith each one of you has been blessed with the grace of god and and the lord wants you to serve your gifting and grace whatever is your grace i want you to be part of a fellowship and start serving You don't know anything learn how to shake hands and shake hands with those who are coming to the fellowship You don't know you don't have anything else learn to smile well Hey thank you for coming You are really good at WhatsApp just help your leader to to connect people and invite them for the castle or for the fellowship You don't know anything else serve the coffee You know how to sing help your leader with that you particularly don't have any liking for any job i want to tell you you are the perfect person be a slave i always tell pastor john if you ask me do you know it my answer is simple no but if you ask me the question can you do it my answer is yes and i'm all settled i say pastor whenever you find a better person just feel free to replace because i'm not here to gain my accolades i'm here to serve i'm here to serve i'm here to serve yeah so the second reason why we should be part of a fellowship is that there is a grace in your life you need to serve you need to serve in whatever small there is no small capacity it's just for us to understand when we think that there is something small start somewhere start somewhere walk up to your leader and say hey i want some place to serve in my fellowship 
yeah and the third reason i'm just winding up with this and i'm going to pray the third reason galatians chapter 6 verse 9 you need to be in a fellowship so that you can bless and you can be blessed galatians chapter 6 verse 9 it says and let us not grow weary while doing good for in due time we will reap if we do not grow weary and the next verse says therefore as we have opportunity let us do good to all especially those who are of the household of faith we need to have avenues regularly so that we can bless the people of god i'm not talking about a fellowship that gathers once in 5 years i need to be part of a fellowship so that i can bless the people of faith because this scripture says do not grow weary oh if i'm going to say um oh it's been 5 years let me think about doing something good you are never going to be weary this is talking about somebody who takes a commitment to bless this is talking about the people who are deciding hey i'm going to serve the house of god i'm going to serve my fellowship i'm going to serve people with what god has given me i'm going to serve i'm going to give i'm going to deliver and as you do that the the, the scripture says there is a possibility that you might feel tired but this verse i believe that there is a grace along with that this verse says hey don't grow weary don't grow weary because if you don't faint you shall have a reward you shall have a harvest and then the next verse says do good whenever you find opportunity which means this opportunity won't be there all the time especially for the household of faith as children of god we need to have an avenue where we can bless and we will allow other people to bless us as well we need to be part of a fellowship where we can we can bless each other we can bless each other need not be i'm not talking a lot of times when we say blessing it's a lot of people connected to finance it's not just about finance i want to tell you a lot of times we bless each other in a way where money cannot do it money cannot do it we help each other with words of comfort we bless each other with our giftings we bless each other by by acts of service we bless each other by helping in times of need we bless each other by simply being with them in their times of mourning but we need a fellowship we need a fellowship Amen. thank you for listening to this sermon for more sermons please do visit us at wscc.in